Hey there, hi there, welcome to the show's Mega Podcast 2K, the hottest pod in Atlanta, motherfucking Georgia. My name is Seth, I'm sitting across from Dana, how's it going? It's a beautiful day outside, as it Mr. Is. Rogers would say. It's a beautiful day in Inman Park. <laughs> Inman Park Fest was this weekend, Taylor Swift, a true force of nature, came through and annihilated me at my restaurant. Uh, it was ridiculous. I had to look at the numbers. I was shocked. Uh, I've never seen that many women in my life. Um, all unattractive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they, uh, she is uh, like projected to make $600 million off of this tour. I thought that was mind-boggling. Like Cristiano Ronaldo is making $250 million a year. Mm-hmm. This woman in one year... It's probably a year and a half when it's all said and done. Six hundred billion, six hundred million, and sold out the Mercedes Benz Theater three days in a row. That's absurd. Yeah. Props to her. I just I don't want to get on a Taylor Swift rant. It's just that's Why? good. That's good. I just don't. I don't want the haters or the the pod listeners. There might be some Swift Swifties lovers out there, and I don't want to cross the line. You know what I mean? So I'm not. It's just that I'm not a big of a fan of her. I oh, just okay. don't. You know, that's oh, it. I, just, I see. Now. I just don't. You know, like yeah. No, I get. I it. want to say inflated hype. Like yeah. if you had to put her on a scale of singers, is she in your top five? Female that's singers. The thing. No, not that's even what I'm close. saying. That's what I'm saying. And so. Because I was on my story, I compared her numbers to Beyonce's because it's ridiculous. Like, I, she, Beyonce's projected to, to do 250 million. So that's less than half of what Taylor's going to do. But like, I fuck with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most people I know fuck with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And it's like Taylor Swift, it's like I know her songs, but not like, by choice, just because like they're fucking right beat into my head, mm-hmm. you know, since mm-hmm. I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe I couldn't tell you one, man. If it came on, I might be able, but honestly, if you had to risk my life on it, it'd be like, Is this a Taylor Swift? Shake song? it off, you I, don't know that song, yeah, that, see, yeah, that, yeah. okay, that one, yeah. but yeah, you name another, I might be like, uh. So then there's a <laughs> DJ at the restaurant I work at in Inman Park, if you want to come find me. Just go to one of these fucking places. And he's just leaned into it and just started playing Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like probably 40 to 30 women in this place, just top of their lungs mm-hmm. singing. And I'll write your name. It was but like, oh, brutal. I just think the fact that she's probably have pro- probably has a wider fan base than Beyonce because someone told yeah. me this was like she's got. Kids from like nine to ten to like older people to like. She also has a wider <laughs> fan base, <laughs> which is a very big fan base in the United States yeah. of America. Um, um, no, yeah, she. But who are your top five? If you just had to off your top of your head, if you're like, yo, this women, your, just singers. Like, if you're like, this is top five over who I would go see, or even gotta be top five, top three. If you're like, I, I, I would see these female singers over Taylor Swift. Beyonce is number one. One. And then it gets muddled because it's like, 
you know, probably on probably Mary J. Blige. Ooh, that's a banger. Yeah, that's probably. a hot, That's a good. That's a dance concert right there. Yeah, it's like you're dancing the whole time yeah. too. And then it's just difficult because oh well, wait, I'm forgetting. Uh, Rosalia oh, is like my favorite. That's F- three. So yeah. you can go four if you want. You can make FK your way down. Twigs. Okay. As far as female artists, FK mm-hmm. Twigs. The Rosalia is like my favorite. Okay. You should look at my fucking Instagram <laughs> reels. It's just Rosalia. Every it's just like her performing this song, that song mm-hmm. over and over. Her doing the interview. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, That's four. But Beyonce is number one. Number one. Okay. Without a doubt. What about you? You got anything? I'd probably go, man, number one, Kelly Rowland. Number one, Kelly Rowland? I love Kelly Rowland. I just think she's very talented, underrated. I just love her. Number Um, two, Michelle Williams or whatever. No. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd probably be Mariah Carey for two because she's just bad. Like... Mariah Carey, I mean, yeah, dude, like, seriously, who doesn't want to see Mariah? Um, Janet, what have you done for me and she, lately? She was here this weekend yeah, as I well. Know. That's why I, I would have yeah. seen her. That's three. Give me three, Mariah, uh, Mich- uh, Kelly. They're all panty droppers. Uh, damn, I got to throw someone else out there. I'm on three. Let me, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Christina Aguilera. I ain't gonna lie to okay, you. You know, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was watching, I, uh, I, it was like an MTV Music Wars performance mm-hmm. with her. And I mean, she was weird. Like, I remember her vividly. Mm-hmm. Like, come on over. I remember that video. I thought she was so attractive. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was bizarre. She just, she can wail as she a singer. She could sing. It's just like, she wasn't as much of a dancer. Yeah, but you know? singing wise, my goodness. Watch and out. Britney really couldn't. Oh, she's a performer. Yeah. That's but it. she couldn't dance that well. No, nah, not really. Or sing that well. Nah, nah, she really. just kind of was like, I don't know. She and had some kind of sauce. God rest her soul, if she was still alive, Whitney Houston ran out well, of Well, she was actually who was like, yeah. Up there. When you said was singer. yeah, that's what I said. If I, you know, those were, and though to me, all of them are better singers than Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, because like, um, Every DJ I ever see has that uh, plays. I want to dance with somebody, mm-hmm. you know. This is a classic, man. Yeah, you just you know. But I brought a lot of, I'm sure Georgians and Alandians, ATL aliens, all these business that came out here from yes. Georgia. So I mean, I'm sure it did the city good, you know. Big time. So think about good. the hotels. So I was talking with my neighbor, and we're looking at the Westin. Mm-hmm. You can see it from the crib, mm-hmm. and all the lights were on. Like, Partying. Yeah, they were Lady. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was white girl parties. Espresso motherfucking. What was that? Can white I get girl seven wasted? espresso martinis? Was that like 2013 when they say you that? trying to die today? <laughs> Wait, what? White girl wasted? I forgot when they were saying that a lot. I don't know, but yeah, I remember white girl. I mean, yeah. I've gotten white girl wasted plenty of times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just had to bring that up because it was fucking insane. Um, my body still hurt. I'm still recovering. From I know it's like the Atlanta weekend. Hawks got booted from the playoffs, so the show got pushed back. Yeah, that that happened this week too, yeah. which was pretty funny because they were betting that Atlanta wasn't gonna, you mm-hmm. know, make it two Didn't games. Go that far? Yeah. And Jason Tatum was like, "I'm sorry, uh, Janet. Yeah. You know, if I push your concert back or whatever, you know, yeah. he was trying to get tickets. Stop ah. playing, Jason. He was trying to get tickets yeah. to the show. I'd have done the same. Maybe thing in too. the Garden. Get yeah, the Boston maybe. Garden VIP. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, it was 
an I got an Atlanta weekend. hero though. How would we have a button for an Atlanta hero? Is there something we can hit for an Atlanta hero? Like someone or give him a bunga or is that, no, is that it'd a good? Like, it'd be like yeah, that's good. That's good. Yo, shout out to Christian, the curator. You can find him on Instagram. It's Christian underscore the curator. Uh, so the ban the boot failed up in the top legislation this past week. <clears throat> so this dude has made like six keys to get the boots off and he's mm-hmm. selling them. So if you have a boot on in Atlanta, which you know, if you live here, it's blasphemy. We've all been hit with them, except for me, because I, I, I watch. I've never, I've never it. been hit, but uh. A lot of people out here have been hit. Um, but this dude made a key to take off the boots and he's selling them. Hmm. So like I said, his name's Christian, the curator, and he's literally made master boot keys to unlock boots in Atlanta parking lots. Uh, APDD is completely okay to get these keys and just uh, bust yourself out of a private lot. Yeah. So like, you know, remember we were, I mean, that's a hero right there. I mean, come on. The boots, I mean, how... <clears throat> I haven't been hit with it, but I know people have been hit with it. You know what I mean? And if you had a key to just get it out, you have to just, would you would you get it? I'd buy the I'm not lying. I'd buy the key. I'm I would hit this guy up. I followed him on Instagram just because he made the key. I well, it like, depends how much the key is. I don't give a damn. It's more is I bet you'll be cheaper than buying getting the boot off. But are okay, so the boot's done. We're not No, booting it's not. They failed to take it off the uh, dock. I see, so they're I see. still going to keep it on. Yeah. So this dude was like Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's been hit with the boot before. He even shows him with a boot on his car, and he's yeah. like, "Did you see um, that Governor Kemp's giving everybody money? Mm-hmm. You saw that? Mm-hmm. That man loves to give people money. Well, because they're like love to vote for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like two hundred fifty a single person out by like a lot of points. Not like yeah, not by like oh we need to have a runoff. It was like nah, it was clear. Oh, yeah, the Very second clear. election. Very clear. Yeah, because he gave everybody that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that. Getting a little too. Maybe we'll do some upgrades to the stew <laughs> with that money. With some headphones. We got some new, headfo- new oh, old gosh, headphones going man. on. No, here. I'm sorry. Look, I had to go to a bunch of biz- a business meetings this morning. I was. My rushing. guy, he showed up in a suit. Uh, I, you know, I'm busy. I had to get here. So, yeah. Get those boots off, y'all. All All right, real quick, I want to talk about something. I'm going to use a button we rarely use. Let's see if I get it right. Hopefully someone's snitching. No, no. Ooh, the speed up. I like that one. The writer's strike in Hollywood, the WGA, has decided to go on strike as of May 1st. This strike is happening because writers' rooms are shrinking and compensation is also shrinking. So the last writer's strike lasted about 100 days in 2007 and Los Angeles economy lost about an estimated $2.1 billion. So I am worried that this could happen to Atlanta as well. Think of all the money lost. I actually have a good friend who's supposed to work on the new Blade movie and is now out of that job and he's also not allowed to work because you gotta stand with the other unions. This is a problem because our show relies on content, shows, media, movies. We need it all, so we need this strike to end. We need studios to pay. Apparently, Netflix is the biggest one, so pay these motherfuckers, okay? We make it look easy. Walk with your boys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, just I don't remember that. being that <laughs> End of it last time. Was that new or did we just yeah. never get yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always at the end. with your boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make it oh, look gosh. easy. 
So yeah, uh, just wanted to cover the writer strike. Real That's quick, crazy because I'm worried about it. Yeah, because um, things like that don't last long though. I mean, hundred days is long, but you think about it, it's not that long. It's pretty quick. It's like three months. Shoot. Like that. Yeah, it is three months. Yeah. But like SNL, um, Colbert, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon, they're all going dark. Damn. Yeah. Those are all the ones I like. Yeah. So why couldn't it be fucking Jimmy Kimball? He's going dark. Too. Yes. James Corden. Get him out of He's here. He's done though. James Corden. You know what? If, if it takes one to fall for Jimmy Kimball to fall. Yeah. I'll take it. Damn. I'm sorry. Damn, you hear that? I'm sorry, guys. Oof. That's how much I don't like him. Oof, we make it look easy. Fuck with your boys. So yeah, hopefully that ends. We don't want that. But no, let's get no. into the show, the the reviews, the things you're waiting for. Team Fox Catcher. Yeah. Look at that one. That was like a first new one I just did too. Mixed with like the dragons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Teen Foxcatcher just came out in 2016. It is a documentary slash crime for about an hour and 30 minutes of your time. Now this, ladies and gentlemen, has a lot of meat on the bone. So John Dupont, I think it's French, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. was born November 22nd, 1938, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It was uh, an heir to a, essentially a lot of money. Um, this guy, he uh, was a fanatic of wrestling, essentially. If you watch the documentary, it has the headlines up there. He, he shot David Schultz, which is an Olympic gold medalist. But there's more to the story than this. DuPont was actually convicted and found guilty, but mentally ill. So he probably served the rest of his time in a nice, comfortable jail cell with pudding and shit like that. Uh, but he died in prison. So damn, the Schultz family Burning should get hell. some type of, uh, you know, sense of uh condolence because you know they shot you know if you watch the documentary you literally hear the gunshots and the guy david schultz was like hey there's uh john outside let me go talk to him like you know because at this time it's weird because when i did the waco review and i do all these documentaries on netflix they have this archaic vhs video so Mm -hmm. i don't know in this time when you had a vh recorder you were just like, I have this. Let me just record everything. You know, yeah. like was because, you know, a lot of people probably couldn't afford those back then when like 1980s, even 1990s for the most part, VCRs were a very predominant thing. So, well, a lot of these documentaries, they have literally straight up whole ass video. Well, I think um, the big difference was back then as somebody who has used all right. those cameras mm-hmm. is when you have a VHS, you just kind of roll on it. You right. don't you don't cut as much. You just you just kind of keep it going. You know, it's <laughs> right. on the shoulder. You just keep that record button going. Mm-hmm. Um, and people weren't as like, I don't think technically savvy to be like doing the cut, like hit and stop, start. Right. You know, they just kind of let it roll. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's more fascinating because like the Beakrim and the Waco, these are all like people have these footage. It's like yeah. they were taking like I don't know how big they were. I can't remember because I was just a kid, but you know they're pretty godly yeah. looking devices. You know, so you're carrying around this yeah. thing and just well, like it was like a dedicated. It was usually somebody who was fucking loved. 
film like mm-hmm. videoing like it right. was just different now everybody has a phone so you know what i mean people will record and stuff but somebody who's like committed to buying a v8 mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean it was probably a thousand dollars at least yeah. which was probably worth like two thousand back mm-hmm. then and like it's like yeah i'm gonna use that yeah, i'm gonna shit, use it you that's know? what i'm thinking why a lot of these documentaries are on netflix and they're so good is because they have all this yeah. raw yeah. footage that they can put in right. into the video so it's not like the movies that they they made Waco, they made all these movies, the bling, all these things. But when you have like the original stuff, yeah. it's like how can you you can beat the movie because you're literally yeah, looking you at the beat. raw stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of great because I I like watching these documentaries because they have such a pethful of like stuff, man. Like you're like so this whole John Dupont's they literally filmed everything. So Dupont's was fascination with sports eclipsed like his love for history because that's what he was. So he like moved to like swimming and mm-hmm. doing like. Uh, Olympic stuff so he hosted like the pentathlon, which was like in 1965 in Australia he hosted it um, on his property although he never dreamed his dream Wait, of like in Australia no on his property in oh. Philadelphia he has like an estate yeah it's not like um yeah, he has. It's big. Yeah. It's, okay, so full disclosure, there's a movie called Foxcatcher with yeah, Steve Carell. It's mm-hmm. like a fictional version of this that i've seen mm-hmm. and yeah he has like this huge property and it had like a a building that would have like wrestling yeah so stuff. in 1980 he changed his focus into freestyle wrestling in 1985 he donated money to establish the varsity wrestling team at villanova mm-hmm. for which he served as the head coach uh dupont built a state-of-the-art training facility at his estate which renamed fox catcher farm um, after his father racing stables, right? So in addition to an Olympic wrestling club, Team Fox Kershaw was the only few such organization in the United States that recruited top wrestlers. Like I said in pre-pro, like we would go to these competitions in Olympics mm-hmm. wrestling and just get annihilated yeah. by countries like Russia where, you know, wrestling is like a full-time job for oh, yeah. those people. Well, or, they have you know, a, it's called like Sambo too. Is yeah. like a, that's what a, was it? Khabib. Mm-hmm. Is like, Same thing what John Wick was doing in his, his yeah, little yeah, Russian yeah, yeah, moves yeah. are all similar similar to what so you know other countries are like invested into wrestling in the 1980s until this day wrestling is still a big thing um so they just america as you can see united states had a late start so we would go to the olympics wrestling and just get dominated Mm -hmm. so john of course created this whole and got the top recruiter so mark schultz the younger brother of day schultz who's the one that got murdered he recruited them as olympian they were both olympian wrestling champions and these dudes are like in their 30s so for them to get called up to do like to work for this dude, like they weren't getting paid. Yeah, these were older dudes with family, like, two kids, thirty five. They, they were, were still like wrestling. basically retired, you know. You know, but they were still competing, yeah. going to the Olympics at like 30, 32, yeah. 34, You know, most people stop wrestling at like you know your college now, and you're done. Like, you know, yeah, like twenty three, right? But now these dudes were like, they're that's their profession. They're like, look, this is what we do, and this was the first opportunity that. John was able to give these dudes a free place to stay on his estate, train yeah. for the Olympics, train future Olympians to be uh, future Olympians for wrestling, of course. And then things go crazy. So um, from Uh-oh. 1980s, Don Dupont was known as like a heavy drinker and he used cocaine. What? Yes. He was very paranoid. I was, I was telling you in pre-pro, he was yeah. like, he had, he thought trees were like electrical signals that were spying on him. He had, he hired XCI members to be his bodyguard. He was paranoid that David Schultz was going to kill him. He was paranoid that other people were going to kill him because he had so much money. So like, damn. and all the people that were working for him entertained him. 
because they're you know it's one of those things like he's paying them yeah it's like, like uh, yo you're paying yeah, these he's dudes a fucking crazy he's like so person. it was like when the guy CIA CIA got CIA guys like yeah when he so he's asking us to dig up this tree to see if there was any metal thing out there we all know there's nothing underneath there, there but, but he's, he's paying, paying us. us this dude had the Pittsburgh police department as part of his like security that's how like this yeah. dude like he would have he's shooting raging and the whole people that would go hang out with them were all the police department. Yeah. So he had a, a lot of power. So he became increasingly like crazy delusional and, and super paranoid. Yeah. David Schultz literally had to take the gun out of his hand one time before. Oh shit. Like, cause yeah. he pulled up to his crib. He asked this one wrestler to get off his spot. Cause this is when he was going crazy and yeah. he thought he was still there. So he pulled up at David Schultz house to be like, is he still here? With he had a gun. He was like, yeah, I can't let you inside my house with my kids. David yeah. Schultz, the rest It's like, give me the guns. He's like, throughout this whole documentary, David Schultz is the only one who's sympathetic, compassionate to this dude oh. because he's the one that runs like that. And, and Don Juponce is the one he went to David. Like they were cool, yeah. you know? So like all this is going down. And his his erratic behavior dismissed many of the wrestlers and the and the police officers uh eccentric like just they just dismiss it because you know like oh he's old yeah you know like yeah hello this dude's crazy as fuck hello? like he would be outside and he would take his gun just to go shoot because he saw someone in the bushes and you just go shoot yes oh, this damn. is his state so it's not like he was like you know oh yeah. he's not people ready. thought it was somebody was hunting right or... right and he was like you see that thing in the woods and, he, and so if someone would be like yeah I saw it he'd be like no there's nothing out there. Like, kind of almost get people yeah, around him to feed. And, yeah, so this dude was just straight crazy. Yeah. So Ooh. he ends up murdering Dave Schultz, shooting him with a shotgun in Damn. front of his wife and kids. Damn. And so it's a 48-hour standoff because the cops can't. He's in a state. Yeah. So he won't leave his property. So the police officers end up cutting the power off. Mm-hmm. So he has no heat. So he's like, hey, he's on the phone. Like, I need to, you know, turn on the power so I can get some heat. So they get him out. That's how they get him. Yeah. So 48-hour standoff. He's convicted in 97 third-degree murder. And a judge appointed a mentally ill. DuPont received a sentence to 13 to 30 years. And he died in prison. The story of Soltz's murder was dramatized in the Foxcatcher moving in 2014. Yeah, Steve Carell played him. It so was super dark. I may get this right now. I'm going to go ahead and give it three swipes. Must watch. Um... It's crazy that people with a lot of money can just go crazy. Um, like I said, he at one point in this documentary, his he hated the color black. So he anything that was black on his estate, he painted it. He got rid of all the black players on his Foxcatcher team. God damn. Um, so he was just erratic yeah. towards the end of his life. And uh, he just became super crazy. He became increasingly prone to delusions, many them paranoid nature, especially after his mother died in 1988. A brief marriage from 1983 to 84 ended when his wife left him fearing of her life. Damn. So like this dude was... The signs were there. Right. And they would tell the cops on the property, but they'd yeah. be like, ah, you know, it's John. He's old. You know, yeah. one of those type things. Yeah. Where it goes too far. It's almost like... Uh, What's the killer that was on Netflix that everybody was watching? I was like, I'm not watching it. You oh, know? Dahmer. Yeah. yeah. It's almost essentially the signs were there. Yeah. And no one believed it. Right. And then they come back and it's too late. They killed David Schultz. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's very insightful. It's very good. I did not know anything about this. Uh, it's very watchable. It's only an hour and 30 minutes on Netflix. I think you'll love it because like I said, 
when I'm watching these things, it doesn't have what movies have. The movies is giving you yeah. the yeah. snacks, the the lunch, dinner. They're not giving you the realistic things that you might be like, hey, did this really happen? Or, hey, did that go about that way? And this documentary leaves none of that out. You get all of it. You're like, whoa. I might go watch the movie just to see if like it correlates with what I, I think, saw in the yeah, doc. I think Channing Tatum's in it. He's, okay. He's, he's, he's Dave Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the movie, um, yeah, Mark Ruffalo's in it. Look, mm-hmm. that's how they look. Oh, wow. He does look like Dave Schultz, though, the guy yeah. to the far. Yeah, because if you look at Dave Schultz in the picture right here, look, bro, he looks just like that dude you just showed me to the right. He's with John DuPont. Oh, yeah, he looks just <laughs> yeah. like him. So that's exactly, yeah, no, they did a good job with that one. Um, I think maybe Chad Tatum probably plays as his brother, possibly. Yeah. Um, but it's good, man, like. And went from a guy being like a known philanthropist, this like doing all these crazy things to help out the state of Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh and being like one of the predominant forces in American wrestling. And then to that, you know, and he's David and all of them stayed on the property, bro. Yeah. So like, and then at the end of this, the guy that Valentin, that David Schultz was so cool with that their family stayed next to each other on the estate of John. Yeah. They separated and John DuPont left all of his Writes to the guy Valentine. Damn. Yeah. So now the Saltz family doesn't even talk. Yeah. To the family best friend because those two guys were best friends. Yeah, and homie came up off of all and this. Him, and but John Dupont was fascinated. Like I said, he con- he considered himself Bulgarian slash Russia towards the end of his life. And yeah. He's from America. Yeah. That's how delusionally he was so fascinated with the guy on the wrestling team. And was so jealous of David Schultz and their relationship because they were both wrestlers yeah. and they faced each other. They were top wrestlers. One was from Russia. He's from America. He was so jealous that they were like cool with each other. Mm-hmm. That's why he shot him essentially. Jesus. And when it was all said and done, the family stopped talking to each other. The Valentines or whatever. Because even the VHS, their families, their kids played with each other. They show it. And then the kid, as he gets older, the Schultz son, he's like, yeah, we don't talk to the Valentines no more. They pretty much stopped talking to us after... Uh, my dad got killed because in prison no one went to go see him there were sides they were still choosing sides yeah like people he still had loyal people obviously that guy Valentin got everything that's money though I mean he's not even DuPont nothing he literally got his whole his his estate and everything so that guy doesn't even talk to the Schultz family anymore yeah because he uh, it's like blood money it's it's sad it's a it's it's a it's a crazy doc three swipes worth a watch I mean ah Crazy Check her man. out, Crazy. Team Foxcatcher on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, they're killing docs. Dana's the king of the miniseries. <laughs> it's only one episode too, so it's not like. Ooh, I like. Yeah. That. Okay, next up, uh, I'm gonna do a season recap of The Mandalorian. I believe it's season three. Mm-hmm. Man, this show has gone downhill. I kind of did a mid-season we did review, a and we didn't like it. It just nullified everything. They they made big concepts and like like really big concepts that were uh, a part of the lore of season one and things like that. They made them very small. They didn't execute them. And it kind of now I feel like if I were to rewatch season one, kind of like how Game of Thrones did, it would just like make every all the stakes so much lower. <laughs> it just I mean, they kind of just. Like there's some dark saber stuff that's mm-hmm. lame. Um, Mandalore, the planet, uh, you know, re-entering that and all that, mm-hmm. lame. Just uh, 
Um, I'm going to give this season a power one. Oof. Uh, it just went downhill. And I, I, I feel like if I'm Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. I like, I would be like, you know what I would do? I'd say, Hey, I will continue on this show, but I'm never taking my helmet off again. He does it. Yo, it's crazy because, because the ratings are opposite. IMDb, 8.7 for season three. For season uh, three? For season three. Hollywood Reporter, 98%. Oh, Movie Web, 90%. Morons. Uh, Rotten Tomato, motherfucking 8.5 out of 10. That's just, It's so crazy because I I'm I watched it. I'm with you. So I've already been like, Ugh. Yeah, but the, <laughs> most people that I've talked to agree yeah, no, that it's bad. Yeah, same guy I talked to at my job. We both like to talk about Mandos and other shows. He said the same thing, too. He was like, yeah, it's not. No, they're idiots. I don't care who. If you thought this is good, you were just a Star Wars stan, and you don't have real opinions. Mm-hmm. You're uh, It's subjective. You just want more Star Wars at any cost. Right. And I'm the opposite. I want quality. <laughs> so, yeah, this real quick. I mean... I watched it all. I mean, Book of Boba Fett was the first sign of it going pretty mm-hmm. downhill. Oh, gosh. Yes, it was. Um, and then there's like Ashoka or whatever her name is. She's getting her own show. I'm sure that comes out in a month. Um, that I'm somewhat interested in, but mm-hmm. um, it's that law of diminishing returns. You yeah. know, it's just like yeah. you, less is more. And they right. just keep giving us all this Star Wars shit. It's going to get worse and worse. Well, hopefully Moon Knight. They won't do that to us. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know they're shooting that with the writer strike. All that shit's gonna get pushed back. Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't, because we can at least hold on to that. You know, that's what I'm holding on to. I'm like, Shoot. just Mandalorian just did me wrong. I'm like, don't do me wrong, Moon Knight. Just keep keep going. So next up, I, I don't know how this one did you, but there's another Disney Plus, but this Peter Pan. <laughs> I sorry I was late, guys. Um, Shoo. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm on the fence. Because if you all know, even watch the original Hook, Robin Williams, it's like four swipes. I love that one. I mean, classic. I mean, it's just, I love it. I just, I, just, I grew up on it. I, I can't find really things I want to hate on it because I, Rufio, you know what I'm saying? Rufio. Just, yo, it's just Rufio. so, <laughs> you know. The it's bowling just, ball Right, kid. there was, I mean, the food fight. Peter. Yeah, he's like pushing his, is that, is that you? You yeah. know, like um, this their fun park where they're riding through yeah. and all the. I mean, I mean it's like, epic, right? I Even mean, the music, right? Uh, so, I just I, I hate to give to bash it, but I'm not, and I don't even want to give a full descriptive of it because I really want you to watch it because I grew up watching Hook, so I felt like I needed to watch this. I mean, yeah. it's Peter Pan. I need to I need to see this. Um, the one thing that they did different, I won't without giving away so you can watch it, I think you probably will, is that I appreciate they started just like Hook, right? And, and upstairs, kids are playing, yeah. right? Boom, boom. I'm like, all right, Somebody I'm, I'm feeling this. Window. Yes, let's, let's go. Let's go. All right. Yeah. You're all paying homage to the, to the 90s Hook. Let's go, right? Uh, it's Pirate Steve from Dodgeball who plays the dad that comes up weird. Nice, um, nice. So and so, remember it was Jack and Maggie and Hook that yeah. got taken. So in this one, it's actually Wendy and the brothers. Uh, I was like, yes, right? Because it was like the writers was like, look, let's just turn this around like how it should have been. Because Maggie and Jackie was more like a freestyle, right? Yeah, right. Robin Williams is already Peter Pan, blah blah blah. Yeah, this one is exactly how it's supposed to be. So Peter Pan comes in through the window. Mm-hmm. 
he's chasing the shadow just like in the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not Maggie and Jack. It's actually Wendy and the two her two brothers. And it's and so he finds the shadow. She's like doing the whole uh, science. Well, because in the first one, he couldn't catch the shadow, and he was crying. And he showed old Wendy the old Yo, Wendy. Your, your Peter Pan knowledge is impressive. Me and my cause... old, me and my little brother. Shout out side two. We grew yes, up. Sir. You know, uh, we so the old one is Wendy, super old. Right. And yeah. uh, so you see. Well, you're him, talking about Hook. Hook. Hook is yes. a sequel, though. Hook if is. You a, think about yeah, it. Yeah. Hook is. And that's when this one's a prequel, I yeah. believe. No, no, no. No, this one is the story. Hook takes place after the original story because Peter has left Neverland and is in the real world. Yeah, you're and right. He you're ages right. But so this one's before because he's still young. Very and it's, handsome. And it's, and it's Wendy, though. Yeah. But this one is a, a young Peter yeah. with a young Wendy. Right, yeah, yeah, but that's right. like that's the what I'm original. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's like he, she's sewing the shadow back to Peter's foot in the new one, and yeah. he, she hits his toe with a needle. And he's Ouch! Like, ah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, it hurts," and she's like, "I need something to make me feel." You know, when yeah. the little brother's like, "Like kisses," what you know, and she gives him the thimble. Boom! Yeah. There's the thimble. Right. This is where he takes them to Netherland, and that's why I think this was good add-on because they come back. And Peter doesn't stay. He's like, I can't. Yeah. Right? He drops all the Lost Boys off. I mm-hmm. like this part. Right? So, which makes you think because in the very hook, it shows Wendy as they keep going back and forth. Right? He keeps coming back. He ends up marrying her granddaughter. Yes. Yes. In the very first one. Creepo. Right. Creepy. So, it shows bastard. you how he drops Wendy off. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, I can't, I'm not ready to go yet. Because in this movie, Wendy stays in his old house. Okay. That's why he ends up going into that house because he keeps to go. He wants to go back to see if his mom's still there. Yeah. Well, isn't it okay? It was his old house. It's his old house before Wendy and them even got there, right? So that's why he was like, yeah, kept checking because ultimately he misses his mom too. Yeah, he's just a kid that will never grow. So he's like, she she takes up. They go, and he's like. It's only a one adventure. I'm not giving you a lot. And he, like they go back. I'm not giving you the substance. I mean, we know this. Jude Law plays uh, Hook. Hook, and he does a. Damn good job. What of about it. what is his name? Shmee? Shmee is played by uh He was always the best. Jim Hoff is fucking hilarious as Shmee. Jim Hoff? Yeah, Hoffman. Hoffman. Uh what's his name? Uh hold on, hold on, I got it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Shmee. He plays Smee and he still plays the funny. Okay, um, what about the crocodile? The crocodile's in there, but oh. it's a CGI. Because he had to. Like yeah. you can't get mad, and that's yeah. why I know some people might um be mad that it's like, oh my god, they had this. But I'm like, bro, it's it's a newer version of Peter Pan. They had to make the croc. I feel like they had to make it between a PG and a mature, right? Yeah. They had to give you something serious yeah. and something real so that you weren't like... Well, I mean, Peter Pan, though. I mean, you got flying and all that shit. Like, right. And so... It's going to be... And you got a crazy mythical world. Isn't there fucking mermaids in that bitch? Uh, Jim Gaffman. Gaffman. Jim Gaffigan? Uh, yeah, he oh, plays Smeet. And he's hilarious as Smeet. I'm talking about like comic who's, relief. Who's the third, though? Who's that? Um, all the other people, you will not know. But the lady in the green dress? Oh, she plays uh, Tinkerbell. Her name is Yara. She's been in a bunch of stuff, but I don't know her. I'm not going to even say it. She's a panty dropper. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look her up. She's been in other movies. Um, do you uh, think uh, who is it? Remember the other Tinkerbell, Julia Roberts? Oh, Julia that. Roberts. Yeah, she was. I love Julia. Yeah, yeah. I think she did a, a hell of a job. She was in Grownish, the girl that plays Tinkerbell. She's okay. in Blackish. Okay. She's also in Salt. She was also in The Sun Is Also the Star. 
So, so like I said, she has been in plenty of so movies. So now Blackish has um what you call her as Tinkerbell mm-hmm. and then the other girl is a, a little mermaid. Um yes. And they have the guy who plays the kid Alexander Molly. He's like and I want to say he's British actor, but he's obviously Indian complexion cuz yeah. that's what he obviously looks like in the movie. The fight scenes between him and Jude Law could have been more practice. Yeah, I was weak. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, but it's it's tough. That's why I wasn't going to be so hard on so him. So is and Hook it's like, soft then? No, Hook is not soft. Okay. Jude Law plays a, a mean, mad motherfucking Hook, right? Mean, mad motherfucker. Um, so it's cool because, like I said, it leads off because you remember in the original Hook, Peter kept coming back to Wendy and she kept getting older. Yeah. yeah. So like this shows he drops her off. He's like, I can't. Yeah. Keep, I'm not ready. So it gives you that allure that, oh, he kept coming back and forth yeah. because he drops her off and she keeps going. Because in the original Hook, they do ventures. They do oh, the yeah. brother and Wendy's. They do all. And they didn't have the tree. That was a swipe. I have to give him a negative. Ooh. They didn't have the tree to fly in like you're supposed to. Yeah. And they did something else. I'm not going to give that away. They also fill you in on James Hook, his story, which is pretty cool. Peter, yeah. he was the original Lost Boy. And Peter uh. bans his ass because he wants to go see his mom. Yeah. And so James Hook leaves. Because Peter's like, get out of here. You want to go see your mom? Yeah, and, you uh, bitch. So he ends up floating at sea, never makes it back to the to, to see his mom. He's raised by pirates, brings the pirates back to Netherland. And that's how those two hate each other. Because Damn. he ends up floating out into sea, never even sees his mom at Damn, all. So it's tragic. actually pretty good. Yeah, but like, yeah, so like, and none of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so none of the kids even know that. Like even yeah. them, they're like, "Why are y'all even?" And you Peter's know? It's like, kind of an asshole. Yeah, for that. no. And he has, and he's mad, and he gets called. Wendy calls him out on that. It's like, yeah. "Yo, like that's." Yeah. And so yeah. he has to come to terms, which is why it's, it's such like, like he a, was doing the same shit you were doing. Exactly. Bitch. So he at the end, and he's like, "Man, he's battling Hook, and he's like trying to save him." He's like, "Look, man, just I'm trying to save you. Have a happy thought." And Jude Law's like. I can't. He ends up falling in the water. Oh, he doesn't die, though. Yeah. He doesn't die. He doesn't die. Peter comes back. And <laughs> he, he comes back, and he's like, because the ship is flying, because Tinkerbell yeah. like, made it fly. I mean, I know how this shit ends. And, I've uh, seen, I've that's why I was like, we're not worried about it. So he comes back after dropping Whitney, Whitney and all them off. He's like, yeah. I can't go. I'm going to go back to Neverland. Yeah. And so Hook comes out of the water like, you're like, uh, you hear that? And then, of course, it's Peter Pan tick, come tick, back tick. to save him because that's his homeboy. He yeah. realizes, like, that's my uh, homeboy. I can't go yeah. leave my homeboy in yeah. the water. So he goes back and go get his A1. So it actually leaves off on yeah, a good note. But there's a clock tick. Okay, we don't want to get too into uh, it. It's good, though. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a three swipe. Oh, you liked it. You yes, liked it. because I feel like I have to because it played in so much with Hook and then this new Peter Pan. I feel like the writers did a good job. I think they took both. Yeah, I think the writers the same thing they did with the thing, the new version yeah, and they yeah. and the old version. They were like, we're going to pay homage. We're not going to do this yeah. wrong. We're going to do this right. And well, I there think, was another live action Peter Pan in between. Oh yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out like fifteen years mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Pan. Yeah, Pan. And then there was also Finding Neverland, mm-hmm. which was like about the author. Um, but Pan was pretty cool. Yeah. And that's what this room, I was like, oh, this is a little soon, mm-hmm. but who cares? I, I mean, think you'll like this one, though. Yeah. No, I love Peter Pan. Um, you know, we're males mm-hmm. in uh, Disney. You know, there's only, I feel like, you know, what, Jungle Book? Yeah. And which know, weird, they had like an Indian tribe on Neverland. Yeah. And I know when you when you watch this, you're going to be like, I know you, you're going to be like, what the fuck does yeah. this have to do with anything? And I know when I see, when I saw that, I'm like, Seth's going to be like, what the fuck does this got to do with Peter Pan? I'm like, so is this where they're putting all the Indians at? Like, it yeah. makes you feel like that when you're watching because yeah. you're like, something's off here. Something's off here. Yeah, maybe. Because Peter's maybe had, his friends, he's friends with this Indian chick that always seems to save him. 
Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't remember this in the story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, well, it's based on a book. Yeah. So book, and I don't, and I, and I probably decided to leave that shit out. out. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, the British, yeah. you know, they just kind of <laughs> do what they want. Yeah. So it's a three swiper. I think like I said, I would All like right. to get your opinion once you watch it to yeah. see what you think about it. So hell yeah. That's your ticker bell looking like that. Mm-hmm. Panty dropper. Mm-hmm. Not shoe is sheesh. <laughs> Um, oh, we're actually, we're supposed to do a double up agent oh, Carter yeah, one yeah. shot. Man, and, and I'm kind of foolish for this. Shout out to Ben. Who's not a listener. Bastard. Yes. Um, I didn't know agent Carter was on USA. Yeah. I'm like, that was like burn notice. That was, yeah. uh, oh, all these other shows that I suits. did not expect that I didn't remember this being on there. So it was on there in 2015, but this is like a one quick shot, 15 minutes came out in 2013, but surprisingly enough, it like popped up as like a feature on Disney plus. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it was like, they're trying to, I don't know. Um, so British oper- operative Peggy Carter joins the S.H.I.E.L.D. organization as she researches for the Zodiac Key, which I have no thing clue about what that is. Agent Carter also goes in battle with the misogynist bureaucratic boss, Agent Flynn, because he's the one that's kind of like putting her back. He's like, yeah. we all know why you're here. Yeah. You're here because only because of Captain Man. We You ain't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you find out that she's a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, when she picks up the phone. I don't I mean, it came out in 2013. I feel like this isn't a spoiler. It's a drama spy, espionage, thriller, comedy, action, and adventure, all in 15 minutes. So well, it's a precursor to the show, Agent Carter. It's to the one that's already out, right? Technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thing is, are they doing this on Disney Plus to possibly do a re-up, revamp? Or... Maybe, or they're just... Because they left to... it on the cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't know, but I've... Well, no, the cliffhanger is the show, Agent that's Carter. That's Carter? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, because I, I think I remember this from, like... A lot, it said 2013. Yeah, I think I remember this because she goes to like something like a dock or something like yeah. that, and she's up beating these guys' ass. Yeah. Essentially, I remember Thurston at that time for Marvel shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I remember they dropped that on the internet, and it was like, oh, cool, right? Because it's I, on. Yeah, it's on their big display when you go to Disney Plus. Like, yeah, you know, it's like oh, because I feel like I watched this like on a computer. Oh, uh, like, I mean, and it's I'm talking about it's shot 4K. If you watch, if you have you, yeah. listeners, if you have this, I mean, so thing with. Another, let me go back to Peter Pan. Both on Disney Plus, cinematography wise, power four swipes. Oh damn! I'm dead ass. Like Peter Pan on power on a fucking high dev TV on 4K is crispy. Crispy. Okay. Same thing with Asian Carter. I don't know if they went back and redid it since yeah. it's 2013. But when you're watching it, you're like, damn, it, this thing looked good. Like, okay. And the action move she does, I didn't know she was a badass. Yeah. Personally, I don't know nothing about Asian Carter. I, I this is my first time looking at it, yeah. so it was like seeing her in this capacity. I didn't know she was a badass. Yeah. Her briefcase, she has like a club mallet, a knife. Well, there's like, like alternate uh, what ifs, and there's an episode what if where it's, she is, um, I think Captain Britain or Captain Carter, but she's like has a shield and she like gets the super juice. Oh, okay, and she's like a version of Captain America. And she's beast. Yeah, essentially in this little fif- fifteen minute clip. Yeah, and I think she's in. She's you saw Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. isn't she mm-hmm. in it? Yeah, yeah she yeah. is Captain America. Captain America in, in that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been done before. She's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just a quick little 15 minute. Captain I went right America from there. To, yeah. I went right from there. And, and Asian Carter, uh, who plays her is uh Haley Otwell is a freaking panty dropper as well. You Woo, know, all day. Yeah. But so I might need to go back and watch the Zodiac. Cause I don't know what they mean by chasing the Zodiac. So I didn't, that's different. No, that's villains. just a villain. It's based on like the Zodiac killer, but, um, in, uh, 
what should we call it? Like the real San Francisco yeah, yeah. one, but they like use, Moon Knight fights Zodiac a lot. Got you. Kind of. Yeah. He's like a darker, you know, villain. Mm-hmm. You know, more. He's for the more uh, adult. So, did you watch Marvel the Agent shit. Carter on USAC? No, because it looked. It kind of looked like Andor, but not Andor. Where it was like, you know, Andor was more like political, nice, and yeah. espionage. Not very much. Like, there's no one with like superpowers. Mm-hmm. That's how like Agent Carter was. It okay. Was like, it was like Shield and like what they were doing. Which I didn't know? like Shield. Agents of Shield. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. It's kind of like that, you know. Okay. So uh, okay. maybe now, just because like, but I don't know. I'm so fatigued on Marvel shit. It's tough. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to keep this bitch rolling. Give, 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 Give me some ganja. Yeah, have you seen Julia Roberts' daughter? No, is she a baddie? Yeah. Oh, she looks it, exactly like her. That's uh, the, the scary thing is that like if you Well, how old is she first? Look at her. Look at next to Julia. They look age? exactly alike. Julia looks like she hasn't aged one fucking bit. That looks like a picture of Julia Roberts and Julia Roberts. <laughs> that's how that's is that how, really that's her daughter. No. Bro, it's her why not? She's 18, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, anyway. she looked like she jumped in the hyperbolic time machine and went back and created herself as her daughter. <laughs> that is and was not like, how the hyperbolic time machine worked. <laughs> it stopped time. It slowed down time. Okay, anyway, we have Barry, season four. This, I think there's four episodes out right now. Real solid start to the season. I'm loving it. They dropped two... Uh, right off rip and then it's been on for like three weeks mm-hmm. it i think you would love this show it's I mean, I 30 minutes hater, right is it a hater bill, bill hater yeah i love him 30 minute episodes very dark the mm-hmm. first season is like more funny um he's an assassin that wants to get out of the it's biz it's so weird that he's playing an assassin that's like but the he's so furthest good. from his character that I've know. ever seen him in Hot Rod, fucking well, Pineapple of course, Express. He wants to be an actor though. Oh, and Pineapple Express. That's what I'm just saying. Like his like his work fuck. is just like. And then you're like, Can he's I get some flap, flapjacks or whatever. He said, "Why are we in here, sir? Yeah, we should be telling this to the bees." And the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a stupid bro. illegal. He's like, oh, I love that fucking scene. That's a great movie. Then he stops. I love that show and marijuana. Anyway, and then he said, "Why are there no girls in the army?" Sorry, <laughs> this is why are no females here? Okay, back right, on right. track. Barry is uh, it's great, it, but it, it season four is almost. I mean, it's still kind of funny, mm-hmm. but it's like more like Breaking Bad than anything. Is it action? Is he like fighting? Yeah, yeah. is he good? Like seriously, as an assassin, he's nice with it. Oh yeah, no, just, like I can't pro. believe it. Hot Rod. He, it's so like. How did this, he make the switch? The I mean, <laughs> he's a just, big guy. I know. I just it's hard for me to put two together. He's like saying that, uh, you know, someone just crazy is doing this role, and I'm like, what? That I can't see. But it know? works. Like, look at uh, Foxcatcher with Steve Carell. You know, if you watch that movie, mm-hmm. he, you know, funniest motherfucker on the planet, and then he plays like this creep. In like, because I, I remember right, in the yeah. movie there was a lot of sexual tension mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. between him and Channing yeah. Tatum. It was mm-hmm. just a real odd. It tone. was weird. No, he's creep. Yeah, yeah. And he was going for that Oscar, and he's done other things. Mm-hmm. There. It, all I'm saying is, oh, well, Bill Hader also writes it. He directs Ooh. it. Yeah, he's doing like triple threat Damn. acts in it. But yeah, the action scenes. There's some awesome action set pieces in throughout the seasons. There's always like one big one. But like usually, most of the time when something happens, it's quick. It's like, 
how I think it would happen in real life mm-hmm. where it's just like choop, 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 you know, and like this, yeah, it's over, yeah. you know, but it's like, holy shit. And like, this show's awesome because like anybody can die, like anybody can get it. It's so it's like feels like how Game of Thrones used to feel. Mm-hmm. It, it's just great. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, Frank uh, the Cat is mm-hmm. uh, live on pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now he's going in, but yeah, I love this show. I will swipe it. I can't recommend mm-hmm. it more. Watch I think Barry, you, you, especially I, if you want to binge it. I think you're you're putting me onto it because I didn't think Hater could pull this out like that type of. You're making me want to like. Oh go into God. it now. I'm like, is this like when I, I felt about uh, you would love it, home I, dude from Tom Clancy or doing the whole uh, Prime from the Office? Like, you know, it took Jim took me Jim, a second to be like, is he really doing this? Krasinski, yeah, but John he is, is really yeah. doing it, yeah. But no, he. I mean, he may. I was in from day one. But yeah, like, I know you remember you telling. But me, it's yeah. just, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And he's, dude, he's such a great actor. Like, I love him. Yeah, he's a uh, especially he's as sick a and twisted. I hate to say comedian, but that's all I've ever seen him as comedian. So. And I forgot he is uh he was spotted. He's like dating a baddie oh, in real he? life, Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. I forgot who it is, but it was like, come on. Like, oh yeah. Oh fucking uh like you he's got in my, it all. I you got he's it in my all, favorite brother. movie for Granite Sour Marsh. I will fucking end you. Yeah. That is my wife. This <laughs> is fucking home to his sisters. <laughs> that's the energy. Yo, this is he's just so great, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's great. Ah oh, man, yeah. Yo, y'all so, gotta fuck with hater, man. So check out Don't Be a Hater, fuck yeah. with hater. Yo, yo, check. that's that's a good pod. Uh that's a good pot title right there. Don't, Don't be, be a hater, fuck with hater. And we just we just review Bill Hater. That was uh, good material he didn't make that he didn't like just come up with that like don't think he just wrote that down he, that was all the type of the tongue freestyle i would have called him out if he, went, nah, he made that shit up in pre-pro raw yeah, yeah. you know me that was uh, good. next up we got silvertown silverton siege yeah silverton siege this is came out in 2022 it's an hour and 40 minutes it's pg-13 what is it on it's on netflix okay all right this is based on a real story so it's like a trio made of several demands take over this bank and uh it's it's essentially started the free mandela movement okay. actually in silvertown so it was created by a south american filmmaker named mandela Duby. Mm-hmm. It is based on real events that happened in 1980 when three members of the I'm not even going to say this African uh, name, but they call them MK. That's their initials. As a group started by Nancy Mandela, held civilians in a bank and hostage. So they were going to go do this, like, blow up this petroleum. Uh, that's how the movie starts off. Yeah, like, they're going to blow up the like, refinery. To just, they're like, and then they're being followed. So they realize that in the movie and they're like, oh, shit, we got to get out of here. So they end up getting chased by cops Into and uh, the guy from that is the emote and from the mummy is the yeah. cop the actual like bad guy antagonist and mummy is the actual cop he's super old in this movie yeah. um but he plays the cop and they're chasing them and they end up in this bank it's based on true story three dudes in the movie they added a female in the movie which I'm not mad at because, you know, when writers do these real stories, you got to kind of add something into it to give it that oomph. And they added this badass female chick that was part of the trio, but mm-hmm. it was only three technically in real life. And one of them sold them out to the cops. That's Ooh. how they knew they were at. Yeah. Easy there. And, um, Easy there. I, yeah. Oh, yo. AKA big, big spoiler. spoiler. Got to stop it right there. Yeah. Um, but it's they literally wanted demands, and one of the demands they wanted was to free Nelson Mandela. Mandela had been locked up in like 1963. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't come out until 1990, but this was kind of sparked it yeah. because he was handing messages 
out of the jail to this MK group that would get his message to like other people in Africa. So it's a really, really, uh, it came out 22. So it's, it's like real. So when you're watching it, you're like, did this really happen? You know, like, and so of course I looked up and did my research. And, um, so like I said, it shows four people, a driver, a girl and two other dudes, but it actually is only three people that committed this. The girl didn't have nothing to do with it, but I liked it because it implemented like nowadays it implemented a female with power. Like, you know, yeah. it's just not just a men thing. That's what I like yeah. about it. Cause it was like, they didn't have to add that female even if part it wasn't into it. True. She was the baddest ass out of all of them. Even if it wasn't yeah. true, but the story was true. It was yeah. three people, but it just, you needed in these stories, you got to add something. You can't just take that just cause we don't know what happened inside the bank. Right. Like right, no one really right, knows yeah, what yeah. happened, but those three people held them out. You yeah. know, um, that's why sometimes it like those, these stories, it's like hard for me, because, but this one was really serious. Yeah. And they, they held up 25 people in the bank. Okay, Some of yeah. them got out and, but the cops ended up just storming in in okay, real life. Chill out. In real life. Yeah. Though, but I'm nobody knows about this. Nobody knows about this. Yeah. Nah, it's a black story for sure. Not even um, black. It's like South African. Yeah. Like it's deep rooted. We don't yeah. know all this shit. Um, it's good though. Yeah. And they did it in 2022. So the guys from African Mandela who did the yeah. direct it. So it's, I won't talk no more, but I mean, we it's, know it's, Nelson Mandela. It's a smash. But we, it's a three. Okay. Yeah. Just because like, let me see. Ow. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Um, so it's real. It hits home because you're they're fighting for a cause. And you know, anything about South Africa or Africa, you know, it's majority taken by white people. So the guys yeah. that are in it are like just mad in general because of what happens to their country essentially. And they're just like Mandela's locked up and they're just like, nah, like they were it was an oppressed time at that time. Yeah. Um, in the document, it's not in a documentary, it's a movie, but based on real things. So it's like, it's just good because they all, you know, I don't say anything else, but it, it's like, how much is your freedom worth? Yeah. And in, in, in any general thing, yeah. right. How much would your freedom be worth? I don't even know. Cause I, I feel like it hasn't been exactly tested. You know what I mean? And well, I don't think per- you really know till right. it's been and taken away. Exactly. So, and I love one thing. He's like everything. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because they were dealing with, like, the apartheid. And yeah, it's just because one of the guys in the bank they show is just, of course, is a racist and shit like that, you know? And he's like, yeah. As they're like, it doesn't happen. You know, this doesn't happen. He's like, man, y'all's freedoms cost too much. Yeah. You know, he's saying that and he's like, nah. Right. <laughs> you know, essentially, nah. It's not, not enough. You know what I mean? So it's just really good historical movie. It's on Netflix. It's. It, I mean, it's it's a banger. It's a banger. There's, One hour and forty minutes. There's this movie. It's called. I think it's in German. It's called the Bader Meinhof Complex. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. That movie's fucking awesome. But it's kind of like similar thing. They're in uh, Germany, and uh, they like get in a hostage situation for like. I think it's like to keep communism going i can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what they're like extremists yeah though. this sounds exactly yeah. like yeah but they didn't mean to end up in the bank too that's the funny thing yeah this <laughs> are in like a, um they're in like a what do they call that uh like like a united like an embassy building oh, they're in okay. an embassy something like that but uh but you should check if you like this no, you yeah, check it out yeah i'm gonna watch that it retells too. a story of the early years of the west german far left terrorist organization okay um and it's it's funny and there's like japanese people involved who are like how many brought them in 
Uh, Since you watched it. I think that's a three swipe. Okay. But it's old. I mean, it's from 2008. On what platform? Um, Does it say? It might be on Netflix. It got nominated for an Oscar. Okay. uh, Best foreign film. Let's see. I originally watched this on Netflix, but this is back. This is like DVD Netflix type shit. Um, yeah, it's still on Netflix. So I couldn't tell you any of the actors' names, like the I said, besides the guy office. from Mummy 1 and 2, because he is the lead cop in this. That's why I was like, emo is this guy. Oh, man, he's an age <laughs> yeah. he's like, That's uh, why I said he's old as fuck, bro. He like, like the Mummy's granddad. That's when he came on. It was funny because I was, me and Marvel was like, I was like, emo because it's like you can see it, like oh, man, I haven't seen this guy in forever. You know what I mean? It's like that was the last thing I remember this guy from was the Mummy series. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, it's it's an eclectic. I'm telling you, this girl who plays the they added into this her performance. Power three. Say her name, Seth. Say her name. Say her name. Say her name. Say her name. Noxolo <laughs> Delamini. Domini. Yeah. Delamini. She is a bad. Noxolo Delamini. Yes. When if you do watch oh. this, you'll be like. She's my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Silverton Siege. Mm-hmm. Action packed. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, and 3 out of 5 on NME. I don't know what that's. Yeah, for. I don't know what that one is, but that those are the IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are solid mm-hmm. numbers. All right. Uh, next up, we have John Mulaney on Netflix, his newest comedy special. Um, those who keep up with the comedy Is that the world. one that says Johnny Baby or something? Like? Jay, ba- uh, baby Jay. I saw that, yeah. Uh, I was going to watch it. He's, I've seen the previews. It was yeah. like, I was like, oh, this guy's he's funny. He's pretty funny, but I didn't watch it. It's good. Okay. Uh, it's really good. And it's kind of one of those things where his last one was called, I mean, that was the Comeback Kid. And then I'm trying to remember what the last one was called, but the last one was at Radio City Music Hall. Mm, I love he, that place. He always has like great venues. Mm-hmm. Like this one's in Boston. Mm-hmm. This venue is, fun. I don't know what it's called, but it's beautiful. It's just, it's got like Greek statues along the top. It's a beautiful building. The set design, it has like a different color for like different parts of the set. Mm-hmm. But he was on top. Um, what is it called? Hits something. I don't know. The last one is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a masterpiece of stand up. And you're watching a guy at the top of his game just kill it. Then he, this guy is sober and he talks about his early stand up. He falls off the wagon and starts doing Coke again. Uh, Klonopin, Xanax, Adderall. That was his main four. And he, Leaves his wife, gets Olivia Munn pregnant, um, which he actually really didn't talk too much about that stuff. Um, probably, even though, but he, yeah, that bitch was probably, yeah, don't you ever, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, don't think you want to, it's do almost that. like one thing you can't, like, that's what I'm saying, the, the, you like, can't you talk can't, about, yeah. like Kevin Hart, it's he just got railed low. for his ex. Yeah. Remember, he got yeah. they they called him out, you can't do that, so uh, it's. One of those things, though, where you like you do such a huge show, mm-hmm. and so it's like, all right, what do you do next? Mm-hmm. You know, well, the fact that he fucking falls off the wagon and gets a drug problem and mm-hmm. all that shit uh, weirdly helped him because, like, this is a really good stand-up special. It is fucking hilarious. Better than uh, Sebastian San, that guy I've been telling you about. Manikowska? You see, he's got a movie coming out with Robert De Niro. I see that. I see that. See, we've been, look, we're all, I feel like we're on the trail. We talk about things and when they start to 
Mm-hmm. You know, we see the patterns. Yeah, we see the matrix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is he funny as him? Oh, I like Mulaney way better. He's okay. more my style, though. He's so funny. It's like the way he tells a story, and then he throws in these little like zingers mm-hmm. at the end of things that are just so funny. Mm-hmm. I, his shtick is so good. It it has not gotten old. But the fact that like. You know, when you get on top of the world, look at Chancellor Rapper. Mm-hmm. I always use him as an example. Or even Jay-Z. They hate him here in Atlanta. When you uh, when you get to a certain level of success, you, like, detach from being a normal person. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get disconnected from your audience. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the material like you used to when you're coming up and you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy threw it all away. And it's like the story about him throwing it all away, ruining his perfect reputation, mm-hmm. and... Because of that, it was almost like a weird fucking blessing for him because then he gets to have this amazing stand-up special that, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was funny. I had actually heard a couple of jokes from my brother and friends who saw Mm -hmm. it live uh, this past year, but... I was rolling. That was a lot of laughing. Reminds me of Monique stand up. Like she's trying to come back. She just has a new one on Netflix where she's like talking about how she went rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. Now she's like coming back up as like, you know, those people like her and that dude, you know, she was at the top of her game yep. when she hit rock bottom. Yeah. So I'm probably sure it's similar to no, him, it, dude. No, it delivers. When it, uh, when you have some kind of real mm-hmm. humanizing story to tell, mm-hmm. you know, because we've all been in our low points. I mean, his is awful, and he's not scared to go there. Mm-hmm. And he even says at one point um, <laughs> that, like, these are the stories that he's, like, willing to tell us. So it probably went – he probably went real low. Mm-hmm. But he explains, like, how he got – his prescription drugs, how to get prescription drugs from a doctor. Mm-hmm. That fucking spiel's funny. How to uh, steal money from yourself. There's all kinds of things. Because he's tried to, like, stop himself. And, mm-hmm. of course, he's an, he was an addict. Right. You know, um, he had a full-on celebrity intervention. The whole, It's fucking, it's must-watch, if you ask me. I'm going to give it a power three. I think I might go watch it later t- before the games come on tonight. Yeah. It just it was it was refreshing too because it's like he is not an angry comic in any way and he has every reason to be angry. Now does he have a little resentment? Of course, but he is not like Bill uh, hate not no, Bill Hader, Bill, Burr. Uh, Bill Burr. Yeah, I can't yeah. stand it. And the other older like dude with the glasses who gets real mad too. Like, yeah, what yeah. The fuck is that, bro? Yeah, so I can't this, stand it, that shit. And that's the thing. Normally his stuff is cute, but yeah. it, it's different with this because it's like. He's doing the cute stuff, mm-hmm. but he's talking about very a very dark time in his life. So, uh, I mean, I loved it. I highly recommend it. And I mean, the man is killing it. And we're I'm just thankful he made it because uh, you know, worst case scenario, he, he's dead. He's mm-hmm. uh, Chris Farley, you know, because mm-hmm. he's he's that bad, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Chris Farley story is sad, bro. Yeah, and I mean that's what I'm saying. Like he has redemption, mm-hmm. you know. So check it out. And I. Just the the fucking um, the set or whatever the, worth, uh, the venue yeah. is fucking gorgeous. Like I want to just go watch a show. Surprised he didn't come to Atlanta because that's where every he comedy did. Sh- okay. That's just weird because everybody has been doing their main yeah. thing here. If you notice, like we've but had he did like the four Roxy. Five. So he did it. Uh, the Moxie or the Roxy? Atlanta Roxy. Oh, okay. By you. Oh, he, okay. Um, yeah, he did it, but it was like real early in this um, hour set. So mm-hmm. I think. And it was like real early after, mm-hmm. you know, him getting back oh, okay. to being sober and shit. So it was still like rough, got you, got you know, you. and he was doing like 
so many shows because mm-hmm. he owed a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> yeah, damn. So I check check it out. It's uh, it's fascinating. It's a Monique, Marlon, and Chris Rock all did theirs in Atlanta. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Yeah. I didn't even know me did, Monique didn't do it until I was yeah, watching. Yeah, the thing her, is, so John like, Mulaney mm-hmm. is gonna work better in Boston. Oh no doubt, a, no doubt, you know, no doubt, as no doubt. A, yeah, you know, squeaky yeah. clean white yeah. boy. Yeah, you know? only Taylor Swift can come here and clean yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That, that bitch is different. <laughs> yeah, what if we lose followers because of our just taste? I don't care. We'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be all right. Okay, so just last up, upcoming um, June. I like your June no shirt. Date? You like? Thank you. I just got it. This is the upcoming, bro. He's coming up here in November. Your boys, watch it. Look, you, you hear know, it first. You know I'm there. Thursday Dune night. two breaking numbers. You think Dude, it's going to be? Only doing it because I know that you said um, Mario. Either, either Mario has crossed a billion. The dollars. Mario, but I don't know, man. Flash looks so fucking good. Flash ain't going to do. It ugh. just looks good. Like the no, the, the, the perspectives things. from it, from like how yeah. they did it. I'm just thinking, like, dude, the different multiverse, how he went back, different versions mm. of himself. It just Michael Keaton. I mean, that's the, the Trump card right there. The fact that they couldn't <sighs> cancel. Ezra Miller oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, me yeah. P- because the show <laughs> yeah. the movie is, is like that much of a banger yeah. you know that Warner's like yeah I mean he we're looking a, at a billion dollars <laughs> he's a piece of work but yeah. hey man like he yeah. works for the flash you know like yeah. I mean he may he might get right here soon maybe so we shall see but Dune Flash I think those are gonna I think those are going to break. He is a they, though. I gotta, always got to say that. Uh-oh. Just let people know. Yeah. They are they. Yeah. They and them is Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, Dune. Dune's breaking numbers. Yeah, they released some new set photos. Because your boy's a p- panty dropper in and all the girls are going to want to see him. That's why. It is a male panty dropper. Yeah, you know he is. Come no, on, no, man. Ta-ta. Yeah, that's no, the no, no, one. No, no, no. It'd be this. All right, we get out. Yeah, yeah, let's get back to <laughs> Biscuit is right here. Uh, yeah, he's a male panty dropper. Girls are gonna turn out just to see him and Zendaya out the at at the show. Come on, man, they're gonna turn out one hundred percent. You know, um, and what's cool too is a uh, they have pictures of two new characters that I've been like, oh, they're it, that they showed already. Yes, but it yeah, one you could see the face. The other one's it's Austin Butler's. Oh, playing. okay. He's basically. He's like the Agent Smith to Neo for uh, Paul, a tra- oh, okay. for Timothy Chalamet. I just want to see into that. I want to see them walk with the sandworms, like actually do that thing. Oh, ride them. Yeah. I, yeah. It, like, I want to see that place where they're from, where they're going. Yeah, yeah. I want to see all that. Yeah. Like, they're, you know the, what I'm saying? What are they called? The I don't know. Like, I just want to see no, all that. I want to see siege. more fight. I want to know siege. more about the sand people. Like, yeah. th- that. Because they didn't the give friendly. you that. Yeah, they didn't give you that, of course, because it's a long movie. But they were getting to it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I want it. Once they stopped it, and I was like, well, I want so to keep that, going. that's where Paul is heading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to take. Zendaya, right? She's taking him. Yeah. Here. And it's going to be a time jump. Of, oh, it's a time jump? He's going to be out there with them, like learning their ways but he already learns their ways he's a prince oh no you'll see oh okay so it's like he got the school version yeah he got the uh light he got the light version he's about to really dip his toes in that shit okay it's gonna get crazy okay more action because the first one was like more action and more psychedelic okay yeah it's gonna get trippy man batista's still gonna be in it yep yo he works this dude's working this dude's like i don't like 
Yeah, he's he have doing time off? Thing. Like, what's... <laughs> Not right now. You got to strike while the iron's <laughs> like, hot. I mean, he, he's been hot. Yeah. Ever since, what, the Army of Dead dropped? And he's been doing, like... Before that, when he did... Uh... No, because he had another movie. I'm sure. I just can't remember. Yeah. Oh, that was so yeah. good. I forgot about yeah. that one. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah. So that was fire. That was a good one. He was like the doc, that fucking nurse assistant. Yeah. Shit. So he's been doing his thing. Yeah, right? yeah. He's been on the grind. Blade yeah. Runner 2049. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're with right. The small glasses. Oh, so good. You forget he's a wrestler. I forgot. Know. That's why I think you I'll hold him over the, the rock. rock. Just give it some time. Oh, you also, Guardians my brother, of the Galaxy bro. drops this week. They don't look like it's going to do that well. It people yeah, the projections everything. are dropping. They're giving everything away in previews. I've quit looking. I'll be there probably Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to go opening, but I'm working. But yeah, uh, check that out. I will be watching that, and I will let you know how that is next week. I'm going to go see Fast when it drops May 5th. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, so it's the same week? <laughs> I think it's either May 5th or May 4th, one of the two. Yeah. Okay. All righty, y'all. We'll Number catch y'all next week. Thank you for rolling. We're going out on Thundercat and Tame Impala. They dropped a collabo together, so you know I had to... Uh, that's like that your type shit. of collab too. Yeah, I wish that he would just Thundercat stick to doing his solo stuff. He I released they... tickets for his tour. He's gonna be at the Roxy as well in September, and I overslept. This dude is like a bass genius. Mm-hmm. Tronada too is actually playing here. I wouldn't mind going to see him. I haven't seen him yet. He's playing at the skate park, like. Right down the street? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Outside? Yeah. That's that's not going to work, man. It's going to be like June <laughs> It's fucking 4th. huge. Yeah. How are they going to do that? I don't know, because that's that that uh, area is not That seems problematic. Out. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> that's weird. Wow. But also, I figured they would do it in Piedmont. That'd be sweet, like a big-ass park for him, you know, because they have yeah. that section where it's like nothing but grass. Yeah. You could probably hold it but up there. But you could, like... I was thinking about it. It's like you can go where the hobos go and like stand on the bridge. That's what I'm saying. And just watch them from the bridge. My thing is just or like it's just not a good right like, there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe they'll change it. Hopefully, because I I wouldn't mind going to see him honestly. Oh, I, I've seen him. I know you have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, him. I want to see him. But I'm probably going to Steve Lacey the following Friday, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I want to do. I don't know. Also, I might be going Shaky Knee Sunday. Didn't have anybody that I wanted to see. I got Flaming Lips. I'm not a big Flaming Lips fan. I want to see Coley Ray though. She's not going Shaky. I knee, know. Though. I said I want to see her. Oh yeah. She looked like a uh, the worms from uh, Men in Black. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, you got to carry her. You like know that. The, they're addicted to coffee. Oh gosh. Ah, Coley Ray's gonna fucking hate you forever now. I mean, I like. I think she's cute, and I like that she like dances and Hell shit. Yeah, I love that. Know, she's I like, she's. A, I think she's hell of an artist, honestly. She's a performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, performer. Yep. Man, I mean, her with her voice, I, I doubt she writes. Oh hell no. She's like a part of. Yeah, the she's team. A, she's what you call that. Someone's like we can we can make her. Yeah, like, you know, but isn't her like uncle somebody famous? Her dad's uh, Benzito yeah. from the yeah. Source. He used yeah. to fucking own that shit. So I mean, she's a plug and she mm-hmm. plug yeah. plant. Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. Why can't one of us be a Nepo baby? And then everybody watch. We got a hell of downloads this week. Oh, yeah? Let's I'll, go. I'll say the numbers off. Off pod. Let's go. 
This doesn't sound, this sounds like a late night afternoon coming back from the beach. That's the vibe I like most times. Yeah. Like right now, I'm gonna go bike. Oh, Almost not, has like that Tory. Somebody tries to steal my bike tire. Oh, what? Damn. You got that thing on you. No, you don't have that thing on you. No, I wasn't there. I just like showed up. Uh-huh. I didn't even notice until I got home. Mm-hmm. But they tried taking the, uh, my bolt off. Yeah, that's the back tire, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have well, that, my front tire. You got to have that uh, yeah. lock on there, or take most people take their front tire off because the back tire has a chain you can't really fuck with. Yeah, exactly. I've seen people just take their front tire off and leave it chained up because you know so. it's Atlanta, yeah. and most people have fixed gear bikes and they're really nice, so they'll take their front tires people off. People park it, dude. This guy I work with, you would love his fixie. He has a fixie. Mm-hmm. It's just fire. Yeah, like my, my rims on my fixed gear right were two hundred a piece. Yeah. And he has like a, uh, oh yeah, he's he, his shit like is like that. He has like a, uh, like I got white it? continental tires. What do you call that? A fin on the back? Oh, the uh, brain guard. Yeah, it's just. Fire. I now have that on mine. I, I need that. It looks so fire. Mm-hmm. Though. It's like necessary as a like or avid rider because if you yeah. don't have that and it's raining, yeah, those thick all those of your tires will just. And it's happened to me, so. Uh huh. Just gotta take it. That shit sucked. Or you can be like me and get a milk crate on the back, and that stops it. <laughs> the skid pad's way better. It looks cooler. I don't know, man. I like my milk crate, bro. The milk crate's good if you're going shopping, you know, yes. grocery and shit. Like, like what you do, you know? Yeah. People watch up at Starbucks like you like to do. I'm going to do that today. <laughs> you already know. Especially on a beautiful day like mm-hmm. this. It is. Such a nice day outside. I got to hit the gym session from 7 to 9. Your boy. All right, y'all. See ya. I tell you the truth because I